I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for July 3rd through 7th, minus the 4th. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see. They didn't release what rerun they played on Hulu. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. But we posted on Instagram a great clip from, I think it was 1996. Oh, my gosh. We were babies. I know. Hold on. Let me just. 1995. And it was the residents of Port Charles all took turns reading parts of the Declaration of Independence, followed by fireworks. And they were serenaded by Mary Mae Ward singing America. Mm. Do you know that she was only on the show for two years? Are you serious? Yeah. No, I loved her. Yep. It felt like she was there forever. And when I she know. left, I was devastated. Well, we'll actually wind up talking about that as part of L&B mm-hmm. that we'll be talking about this Thursday. So last Thursday, we broke our summer off rule. But we kind of said we were going to do that if Stuff something popped up, up yeah. that had to be addressed right away. And there's no way that talking about Eddie Main could have waited until the fall. Right. And from that, Sonny also mentioned, I used to have a record company or whatever he said i used to be in the record business you, yeah yeah mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that on thursday as well even though ned was not on this week or eddie was not on this week i think we should still talk about it yeah. because i feel like it's going to come up uh, again to. so i think it'd be really interesting if brooklyn resurrected B. that would be fun because okay this is not to get on topic right now because we haven't gone gotten there but what chase was calling her out on this Mm -hmm. week that actually makes sense that does i didn't think about that until just now huh okie dokie then we also actually speaking of chase in brooklyn there's two things that we forgot to talk about last week (laughs) (laughs) one was chase telling brooklyn that nina saw her dad fall yeah completely forgot about that yep Mm -hmm. and the other was liz and finn's super cute date how did I, I don't know how we forgot about that because it was like the cutest it was all violet it was all violet she is quite the connoisseur of knowing how how to put together a nice surprise date via phone mm-hmm. guys take notice of the five-year-old right well no she's seven now sure like yeah. she's older now but you know where i'm going if she could somehow 
order some flowers, order some pizza, order some cupcakes. Yep. You're all good to go. That's all you need. Yeah. Seriously, we are not that difficult. It's It truly is the thought that counts. Mm-hmm. I would say for most women. Yes. I know that's not necessarily always true, but it really is. I mean, I get super excited when JD just brings home like double stuffed Oreos or Ho-Hos right? <laughs> just for me. Yep. So there really wasn't anything else going on, I don't think, to talk about. Mm-mm. Except for, so the day that this is being released is July 10th. Do you know what day that is? Other than it being a Monday and July 10th? No. It's our buddy Max's ninth birthday. Aw, happy birthday, Max. Happy birthday, Max. Hope you have a great day. We're not going to sing to you. That's how great we want your day to (laughs) be. (laughs) I like that pause. We're both like, and that's it. Nope. Cannot sing or you'll have a headache for your birthday. But we started talking to him when he was six. That's crazy. He's almost two whole hands. That's crazy. Do you think we'll be invited to Max's wedding? We better be. Seriously. Can we MC Max's wedding? <laughs> oh my gosh. That'd be so much fun. That would be so much fun. Oh, sorry, Sarah and yeah. Rocky. We're just kind of jumping ahead to our invitation to Max's wedding. Hopefully Thank we you. have quite some time before we have to think of that. I would say we have some years. Yes. Okay. That's that's all that I got. <laughs> uh, Hulu headlines on Monday Carly and Sam clear the air. Oh, gosh. Okay. Drew receives a gift. Gladys is dismayed. Cody meets with Scott and Dante is suspicious. Uh, Tuesday, no episode, no new episode. But like I mentioned, we posted, it's just, I think it's just a few minutes on Instagram, the reading. And I think we also did on Facebook. And we're trying to figure out threads, guys. I, I don't know how that works, but it's new. We're less than a week old, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out, maybe. On Wednesday, Tracy summons Diane. Mm -hmm. Cody struggles with his conscience. Felicia does some digging. Nina gets good news, and Martin is propositioned. Thursday, Molly opens up to Christina. feel like that should be in all of them. Mm -hmm. All the Davis ladies. Curtis and Marshall support TJ. Mm, I guess so. That works. Brooklyn issues a warning. Finn expresses his regrets and and Terry encourages Elizabeth. On Friday, Tracy won't take no for an answer. Liz and Portia catch up. Sam touches base with Curtis and Sunny reassures Dante and Anna is insistent. Okay. So where do you want to start? I don't know. Monday felt like a whole separate week. Yeah. Because then we had Tuesday off and it felt like nothing that was addressed on Monday was really addressed the rest of the week. Short of Cody, I think you are actually, I think you're 100% correct. I think Cody is the only thread that kind of carried through yeah. the rest of the Because I was trying to figure out why I felt like I just didn't care. Like when we came back <laughs> on Wednesday, I was like, I don't care about any of this. And it's because I didn't get invested on Monday because that was completely different stuff. Holidays being on Tuesdays and Thursdays really mess things up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, it's okay because it's at least in the middle of the week. We've had... Just enough. And this isn't just shows. It's work, too. Yes. (laughs) You know, it's like you just had enough to enjoy the break, but then you go back to just enough. Not, why am I doing this today when I'm off tomorrow? Right. Right. And then I'm going to have to think about what I did on Monday, on Mm -hmm. Wednesday. My brain was very confused this week, and this just kind of fell along with it. So taking Monday as its own section, Drew finally went to Pentonville. Yep. And... 
Cyrus was there talking them up about how they should be friends. And he said, no, he was not being friends with the man that killed his brother. Although when Cyrus introduced himself, he was like, just call me brother Cy. And Drew's like, like Cyrus Renault. I'm like, that was quick. Good job, Drew. Good job getting that. And so finally Drew took the Bible and inside was a knife. Yeah. So, but I thought we were going to like go somewhere after that with it. And no, nothing, nothing at all. See, he's looking out for Drew though. He's protecting him. Is he, or is he just going to get him in trouble? Oh no. I think he's protecting him. Mm, I don't trust Cyrus like you do. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know I, how far my trust goes with him. You're seeing the good side. I oh, he's am trying open to take to care and like being repentant mm-mm. and that he is looking to help. He's just giving him a weapon to set him up for something later. And then Drew's going to take the fall. Just setting Drew up to get in trouble later. Hmm. So then. Oh, Carly, Carly and Sam. That did carry over, right? That started Monday. Yes. I'm, I'm just kind of over that. They were friends because of Jason. Jason's no longer around. I don't feel like they have to have these in-depth conversations like they do. Yeah. Come on over so that you can yell at me about the fact that your baby daddy is going to prison, even though it's definitely my fault, but I can't really do anything about it. Scout's baby daddy. That was a very complex situation. That was a very, they still have, Sam and Drew have still such a good relationship. They do have a good relationship. And I feel like Carly understands that and supports that but at this point in the game carly can't do anything to change it i'm not saying that the whole mess is not her fault because it was but drew made the decision that he made even if carly would have stood up and turned herself in in some way it wasn't going to change what has already no, been assigned ta- to ta- drew i was just talking about in general calling drew baby daddy of scout I because just he like- and sam had such a like they still have a good relationship they do have a good their whole situation i mean was a little weird it was yeah. not just a oh we hooked up hooked, one night right and then, right yeah. yeah like drew right. was a very they had a devoted yes. yes and sam was completely devoted to him and stayed even after but, jason came yeah, yeah and tried and that just was yeah like there's no animosity <laughs> it, it did not go down easy no but it wasn't it was like a man i was really hoping that this wasn't gonna happen but i guess i got it type of thing mm-hmm. that is totally minimizing everything that happened <laughs> during that time it was not that peaceful it was not like and you'll be on your way now handshake bye-bye there was drama involved <laughs> nice in it absolutely you. but sam was just like totally okay with i like that she did say oh yeah you know i've had to be consoling scout yeah and like letting carly know i just don't know why that's a conversation though a- anymore like carly can't do anything about it at this point so whining at her about Something you're upset or even Scout is upset. Like that's not doing anything because Carly can't change it. No, but Carly should know about how her actions impact other people. At this point, I think it's over. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. But then she starts to complain to Sam about all the stuff that she's going to have to go through. Mm -hmm. And I had additional thoughts and they actually carried into this week too. When someone loses a job, they have to change their lifestyle. Right. Like that's what has to happen. Sam asks her, so like Carly's whole argument of we have to maintain, so I'm going to sell Sonny's house that I threw such a fit over Whatever having to, to Carly's keep. house? I don't know. 
But she threw such a fit over mm-hmm. keeping that in the marriage. And now. And she says that just to Diane later in the week. Right. She's like, you did a great job of making sure I could keep this house. Now I'll sell it. And Diane's like, no, you won't. Right. But I don't understand what happened to her and Jax's house. Right. Because, the house that Jax gave her. Yeah. We ever noticed that Carly's things that she fought so hard for are all things that guys gave her. You have already had this conversation. Get off your soapbox. We're not doing it again. Just saying. Anyway, I don't know where the house is. That house may not be as expensive as Sunny's house, but it still is not cheap. Why are we not selling that house? I don't know. And I know we haven't addressed Bobby passing away. I think that Bobby was living in that house for a while, but I feel like if you'd say to your mom, hey, I need to sell this so I don't lose the house that I'm living in, she would be okay with that. And Sunny's house is probably big enough that Bobby could move in with you. Well, so, okay, she's also talking about getting a condo. She could turn the rooms above Kelly's into a condo by knocking out the walls. That's what I was saying last week. I wasn't saying she moved into one of the little apartments like everyone else lived in. I still don't think Knock it all out. Make no. yourself a nice little condo up there. And it's already something that you own. No. Or your family owns. Your mom is. Current owner. Yeah. Yes. But no. So. Also, Sam knows you can't get refinanced without a job, right? Like, she banks don't typically lend money that. to people who don't have income. She probably doesn't know that. I don't know. I'm just, I'm with you. I'm over it. And didn't she say last week she was just going to drain her savings? Right. That $5 million sure went quick. So if you're going to drain your savings to pay it, then again, sell Jax's house. And you know, Sonny's paying child support. You know, he's probably still the one paying the mortgage. Right. So what's her upkeep? Yeah, I don't know. You know, he, he obviously was not exactly happy about giving up his house, but he didn't really put up that big of a fight because he agreed it was in Donna's best interest. It was in Avery's best interest. Right. I, Carly I just, cares about that until it comes down to her winning or not. I just feel like she has other options. And hopefully Diane gets into that. Because she said this week. She came with a plan? Yeah. She, she, already know that Car- she didn't know that Carly was planning on selling the house. No, but she knew that Carly must be fretting over what she was going to do. And so she was like, I'm here with a plan. But we didn't get to hear that. Nope. We saw a lot of pointing and a lot of motioning. Yep. And a lot of twirling of the hand above the, <laughs> like, we're going to remodel this entire space. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Mm. I just, I don't think anyone is empathizing with Carly's situation no. right now. And the girls are going to be the ones that suffer. Right. But if she makes it an adventure, she can move anywhere. Like, come on, girls, we're going to do this instead. And it would be fine. Like, kids are resilient. I moved, like, 17 times as a kid. It's possible. It is possible. I did not move that much, but I moved too much when I was younger and I resented it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've been I'm not here forever. Four elementary schools before third grade. Oh my God. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. But then I stayed in the same school district, but then we moved a few times. Hmm. That's why I get a little antsy. And that's just what I start remodeling now. There you go. Because I need the, it's just how my natural biological clock is now conditioned is every couple of years you move. Huh. And now it's, no, every couple of years you remodel a room. Okay. Yep. All right. So we can be done talking about that. You want to just stick with Diane? She was a busy girl this week. She was. So before going to talk to Carly, she got summoned, as it said, by Tracy, who wants her to represent her in the fact that the deceptor was stolen from a different company, but does not give her any of the other information as to what company or who or whatever. No. And Diane's like... I'll take your money, but I still need some more information before I can do anything with this case. 
but you're right. Like she's not saying, yeah, like, I how, had this idea. Right. Or, how can I agree to represent you without all the information? I did like though, that she made a really good point that, you know, these things take years to yeah. go through patents and trial and error. How is it so quickly to market in nine months? Perfect. Right. Without any testing, without any, first of all, Okay. The consumers just aren't saying, okay, well, what kind of testing has been done? Right. But it's doing an amazing job. Mm-hmm. They don't even have any clinical trials saying, so many people saw this experience. So how is it that popular? Because it was on the Home and Heart Show. If it's been on the Home and Heart Show, it's popular because people will buy it. True. Okay. That's a very old school mentality of... I know. Like, that's a very 90s. No, no, no. But it, it but is. It, that's when right. things happen. You would get the QVC lineup. That's how I bought Titanic was through QVC, the, my double VHS. Oh, my God. Because it was being released there. It was, like, being pre-ordered through there. Okay. And, I mean, I was dedicated to I need that movie. Seeing it 13 times in the theater was not enough. And guess what? It was, like, two bucks each time. So I still spent under $30. Ask, ask me how many times I've watched that whole movie. You've never watched Titanic the whole way through? No, it's, like, 12 VHS tapes. It's two. I don't have time for all that. I got the gist. The boat crashed. They fell in the water. They'll be okay. Oh, no. They died. (laughs) They have that, like, romantic scene on the boards where you were like, we're just waiting for them to get rescued. And then, nope. (gasps) I cried every time. Oh, my God. Every time. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that movie. Then you have the Britney song where she says, I thought it got lost in the ocean and the old lady died. did it again. (laughs) I went down and got it for you, baby. That's right. Aw, they took out talking in songs. You know what else I noticed, too? Like, the random clapping in songs. Remember how, like, back in the 80s, there were always, like, random clapping yes. or something? Yes. Mm-hmm. Where's the slow monologue in a song anymore? There's talking in uh, Taylor Swift's We Are Never Getting Back Together. Yes. That's my only frame of reference because of her new... But that's not even a new new song it's not a new song but that's my only frame of reference because between going to the concert and her new air quote new releases that's all that has been playing in my house and i'm like ready for a change so okay so this is totally off subject Mm -hmm. but kind of not there's a really great guy i'm so obsessed with him he's on tiktok and instagram and he kind of mocks but doesn't his name is Jay Ellis, and his Instagram name is Don't Be Jealous. So it's like Jay yeah. Ellis. His name is actually spelled out J-A-Y, but it's J-E-L-L-I-S is the way to sp- spell jealous. But he does all these little recreations of all the boy bands, and he does, like, NSYNC. And he's very, very much JC was the best from NSYNC. I actually liked Chris the best and thought JC was second. And some, yeah. But basically, JC was robbed of a great solo career. But he's basically like lip syncing to all of them. And he just does. So he has top of a pineapple on his head as Chris. Oh, my (laughs) God. Because of his hair. And then he has Joey blowing bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hold on. We're not there yet. There. Oh, my God. But he did one the other day of them doing the Star Spangled Banner because they were actually booed when they went to do the Star Spangled Banner. Nice. But by the end, people. We're okay with it. One over it. The 90s really was a special time, guys. (laughs) It really, really was. And I mean, he's just made me kind of fall back. And I've never stopped loving NSYNC, but I'm just like, you are giving me the same giddiness. And he doesn't just do NSYNC. He does Backstreet. He's done 98 Degrees. He's making fun of um, 
he has this other one that shows Carrie Bradshaw crossing the street and because she always has her arms out and like looks both ways right. and she's like kind of crossing one to one of them. He has a huge blanket all over him because she always has like ridiculous fashion too. Yes. So side note, if you just want good satire that is honest to goodness, just it, it makes me smile. Don't be jealous. That's a, he probably thinks I'm a stalker, but that's all right. <laughs> that's I guess now I'm going to have weekly recommendations. Last right. week was Marcus Coloma and Ken Schreiner. This week it's Don't Be Jealous. There you go. But I've been watching him for a while, but he's he's fun. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> Home and Heart QVC. Right, <laughs> Don't be jealous. We create now we're back our to own the deceptor. rabbit holes. But yes, I think that that's. I think that's where they're going from. Mm -hmm. Right, because we're crazy. (laughs) No, because everyone else does it too. I hope so. Because if not, we're really crazy. (laughs) But yes, I think that Home and Heart was their way of just like getting it out there. And if there was any trials, we were just supposed to assume that they went fine and we don't talk about them. Interesting. And now Tracy wants Martin to be head of ELQ. Yeah. And he's like, I don't have any prior knowledge of that like i'm an attorney i don't know how to help you and she's like well you're a proxy for valentine so you like you just absorbed his knowledge because maybe he got some memory mapping done memory transplants or something maybe maddox was just here Mm, okay because i don't understand how just because you that would be like me being your power of attorney for some reason and someone telling me that now i can take over your real estate business because i'm your power of attorney like i nope I don't know how to do that. Right. That's not my job. Right. But according to Tracy, it's fine. I'll work out. I'll be fine. And she invites him to the, what can now be called annual because it's (laughs) happening for the second time. Quartermain picnic fundraiser. It's next week. She says it's the event of the year. Do we really want to say that? That's when the hook started and the boathouse burnt down. Yeah, but it's when everybody started falling in love because the love potion that Leo made. Okay, there was that. But it's also when the hook started. Mm-hmm. I, it's I not find... really good PR. No, if I was Ava, just stay away from the boathouse and it'll be fine. What well, was Carly and Drew were in the boathouse. But then Ava went down there for whatever reason. Because yeah. she got hooked at the boathouse. Yeah. That storyline is just always forever going to make me mad because they had such a great opportunity that was just like, bleh. I'm sorry. I know that you agree. I do. It ended. It it really could have been so amazing. I mean, all of us were like, who could it be? Who's going to be next? Why are they doing this? And it's Heather Weber. Yep. So, and I love Allie Mills and I think she did a great job as Heather. Oh, right. They could have brought Heather back just just in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. But yes. So she said to Martin that he could come and that he could bring lucy with him and he was like oh well then yes i will definitely be there that will be great so in tracy's fashion she's gonna call them out on it in front of everybody right Mm -hmm. at the picnic oh absolutely like that's what's gonna happen yeah okay unless brooklyn finds a way to stop her because brooklyn she's done yes so she downloaded the files and then lucy accused maxi of downloading the files Mm -hmm. and i loved maxi when she finally like Got through all the argument and was like, why would I download something that I have free access to anyway? Right. And then Brooklyn admitted that she was the one that took it. She came up with a cover story that she just took it to learn more about the product so that she could do a great 
online presence campaign for it. And then she told Tracy, I need the flash drive back. And Tracy questioned like why she cared about those people. And I was like, really? They're called friends, Tracy. And she had loyalty to that company before. The only reason that she left was because of the music career. Right. It's not like she got right. They, she wasn't fired on some awful terms or whatever. They just kind of told no. her You're not invested here. Go do your thing. Right. Yeah. And then when it was over with Chase's career and everything, she came back. She hired herself back. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't understand how Tracy is questioning the fact that she feels loyalty to them. Right. But that was that. Like, that was the whole, what's going to happen next with the Deceptor? So then we see them do the whole dinner thing. And after that, Chase calls her out. Well, what's his name? Chase's dad. Gregory. Gregory. Yes, basically, he kind of started that. Yeah. He was like, Brooklyn, why are you working full time at Deception? How is that giving you time to write your music? That's what you told me you cared about the most. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I have to. Well, Tracy interrupted and was like, you have to have a day job, something to fall back on. And then after dinner broke up, then Chase was like, yeah, my dad kind of had a point. Why are you doing this? You don't seem happy. You're supposed to be focusing on your career. Right. And now that this would also be a good way for her to bond with her dad to yeah. resurrect. Oh, if she were to resurrect, that's what she could be doing. She could re- resurrect Ellen B, mm-hmm. even if fake, to bond with Eddie. Right. To get him because they worked together prior mm-hmm. on her music back right. when, when she, she was sang. a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that would help him remember and get those memories going and everything. I like that. Me too. And Tracy was telling Martin how, or Finn, was it Martin or Finn, that she was telling how concerned she was, I think it was Finn, how concerned she was about Eddie, Ned slash Eddie not being around the family and not trying to find Ned again, like trying to find himself. I don't know how else to put it. And so it would make sense if Brooklyn said to her, look, I can't deal with your deception stuff right now. I'm going to go do this to hopefully get dad back. Yeah. And Tracy should support that. Yes. Okay. I'm on so it. So that's our rewrite. That's what we would like to see. I wonder if Eddie's going to try to perform at the picnic. <gasps> Ooh. That would be fun. That would be fun. Tracy should have Brooklyn coordinating that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really should be spending time with him as Eddie, even if he's not going to change, like hoping that that does trigger some memories. And that's the whole reason that Sonny kept him in Port Charles. Tracy and Brooklyn. Yes. Olivia. I don't think so because no. she needs to be protecting Leo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Definitely. But yeah. Oh, Leo will be at the picnic. Yeah, that's true. I just thought of that as you said that. Darn it. Okay. But I, overall, I really, really like that. So remember how I said, are they going to put the whole Alexis or Tracy with Gregory thing. Yes. I was being sarcastic. Right. I feel like that was the vibe that Violet gave us. She's the little matchmaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone knows that's when you have cocktails. That was so cute. The that Shirley so Temples are delightful. Cute. And Tracy's like, you're starting a little early. And she's like, no, it's right before dinner. I'm all good. <laughs> Finn's like, it is all sugar. She's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure is, Dad. Yeah, I don't know how she zonked out after dinner, considering she had one upstairs and two downstairs. Yes. She should have been bouncing off the walls, or unless that was her sugar crash. But she was so well-behaved to be having a sugar high. But yeah, I I really don't want Tracy and Gregory together. No. 
And Tracy looked like she wanted to change her mind about butting in on their dinner once Violet said, oh, yeah, it'll be you and Grandpa. Right. So they better not change that vibe. They can get along. Right. They don't need to get along for the kids. Get along for your friendship with Finn. Right. But they do not need to have an attraction. Although that would be more appropriate than him with Alexis because Alexis and Finn were together. Yeah. Intimate. Yeah. They had a connection. Yeah. Fathers and sons don't need to share every woman in Port Charles. It's okay. That's going to be a whole other episode sometime. (laughs) I don't know that I'll be able to do that episode with a straight face without just, ew, the whole time. Yeah, I I don't... I just didn't really understand the point of that dinner, I guess, was my... my. It felt like filler time because Finn didn't talk, like, at all. And they even made a joke of it because... Brooklyn was like, so Finn, what's up with you? You're being really quiet. And they were like, how can you tell he's being quiet? Ha ha, whatever. So that was like dumb. And then Brooklyn and Chase seemed like they'd rather be off just the two of them. So that was dumb. I think that was only because Tracy was there. I think that otherwise, I think Chase was excited for Brooklyn to be having dinner with him and his dad and his brother and his niece. Okay. But then when Tracy came, he was, I, I think that both of them kind of, Right. We're like, well, she doesn't like us very much, so can we just go? Yeah. And then Tracy with Gregory, it was like they don't like each other, so why would they be sitting there? Yeah, because we have not seen the two of them together since he flipped out on her. Right. Yeah, their last scene was really weird to not even be acknowledging. Right. Sorry, things got a little heated last time. We'll keep our tempers under control today at dinner or something. But no, they didn't say any of that. They just acted like it was whatever. Yeah. So I just didn't understand. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I just, I, I picked up on the, seriously, we're trying to connect him now instead of. Right. I don't know. We can just not do that. It'd be okay. Right. It would be fine. But then rewinding to last week that we didn't talk about Finn and Liz, Liz having a date. That was like all they were talking about this right. week was, I'm so sorry that Violet set us up. Oh, no, I'm so sorry that she inconvenienced you, blah, blah, blah. And they just keep talking around it. And then finally, Terry came in and was like, sorry, I interrupted. And Finn left. But girl, just tell him how you feel. Haven't you guys played games long enough before and not been honest about your feelings? Just get it out there. So go home and get yourself all cuted up. And you know where he's going to be tonight. Show up and see what happens. So... And Portia basically said the same thing. And her and Liz's interaction was completely. It was I'm not buying about the, Curtis, but I don't I'm not like their friendship. Friend. No, no. Mm-mm. Portia is not replace. Cannot replace Epiphany. No, absolutely not. That's not. No, no. Not and accepting it. Sorry. It's one thing for them to be friendly because they have kids that ran around together. I know Cameron's gone right now, but right. you know you're friendly to your friends. Your kids friends parents because our kids are hanging out at your house this day this house this day or whatever but you don't have to be bffs with them and that's what it seems like they're trying to force and i don't want that to happen no we could just have terry who we know is been the bff she said that this week we've been friends longer than you and i want to discuss right it's been so long so i don't know but i like liz's outfit that she didn't go home and like put on a mini skirt and a super revealing top she looked very classy and violet was like aunt elizabeth you look like a princess yes so quick nerd out oh geez the book that finn was reading parasites and worms and humans is a real book written by dr david young he was writing 
reading it while eating. It's almost $70 on Amazon. Oh, my God. Dr. David Young is a retired naturopath in Oregon. His website is allnaturaldoctor.com, and the book was released in September 2015. So Finn's like, it's on the top, you know, it's like on a summer reading list or whatever. I feel like summer reading lists are always new books. Maybe not for doctors, though. Maybe not for medical Maybe not. I mean, you always have the classics to go back to. But I hardly ever see them on I was so, a summer reading list. I was suggestion. so expecting to show up here today and you have a copy of it, but $70, that's a little much. No, and I don't care about that. I don't care about parasites and worms and humans. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have, just just to preface this, I don't have every book that we that I have found the titles of. No, I know. Of. That would okay. be really funny. But the way you said that, that would be really funny if you had a separate... Didn't I tell everyone Shannon has a separate bookcase? It's all just General Hospital found books. Right. They're not even about General oh Hospital. They're the, as seen on TV. Yes. That nobody else was paying. That's not even true because other people pay attention to it. Yes. There was no way not to pay attention to that book this week. Because no, that he was, was like 100% intentional. There you go. That was well, funny. I think it was to build into his character that he's a dork. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cute dork though. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it ended of... Gregory saying, well, me and Violet are going home, but you could stay here. And so now we're assuming that they're going to go have a drink or a snack together and reconnect. Yes. It was nice. It was nice. I like them together now that they're showing the personality and like flirtatiousness. I just didn't like it last time where they were like, oh, we're together now. Right. And pretending to be a family like instantly. Right. And as much as they talked about getting together as a family, I like that they're getting together just the two of them right before they do the family thing because uh, again that's just weird oh yeah that's my uncle because he was married to my aunt or dated my aunt but now he's dating my mom like what yes so weird well for violet it's the other way around right yeah right exactly anyway my daddy's dating my mommy's sister okay anyway so I just want to make sure that we talked about them this week since we said we forgot them last week. What else am I missing? Well, so Felicia went undercover as a maid at the Metro Court. No. No, she got it from the maid, she said. She was dressed as one. Oh, was she? I totally missed that. Okay. Go ahead. She was wearing a Metro Court uniform and everything. Totally missed it. That's where when she showed up to okay i only paid attention when she got to maxi's and he said where'd you get this she said from the maid i did not realize that she She was was the maid maid. yes all right well she brought to maxi's apartment and they dumped it out on the ground and james is like this is boring this is the most boring puzzle right she's like she had gloves for everyone and they put a sheet down so they didn't get dirt on maxi's floor but james is like this is the worst puzzle ever every piece looks exactly the same yes that was cute that was cute. But yeah, it said $50,000 being deposited. Yep. Deposited. I missed that. And Mac was like, well, maybe that's from Valentine. And she, or she said, maybe it's from Valentine. And Mac was like, it's not the right bank. Like it would come locally or whatever from Valentine. And so that was what is that? I don't I don't know. But how does Mac know everybody's banking information? I have banks that may be not located in Pennsylvania. I don't know. I know there's online banks, Mac. There is, there is. But then they traced it, and it was from Pine Valley. Yes, it was. So 
Felicia left them and went to the office. And Maxie, that was stupid, too. Maxie's like, why are you here? You gave me a heart attack. Why didn't you tell me you were coming over? As long as the kid is with one adult. And she knows that he's with Mac. Right. And he was with Mac alone before right. Felicia got there. So it's reasonable to assume. Right. That she could leave him with Mac again. Yeah. Anyway, so then she goes and is like, oh, I just needed to talk to Lucy about something. And Lucy's like, yes, I'm picking out an intimate gift for Martin. Do you want to say Oh, no? my. <laughs> that was great. That was the best. That was that was good. The look on Max's Max face. Max is like, I can help you. Sure. What is it? Right. <laughs> Never mind. I will leave it to you, too. <laughs> Very funny. So, yeah, she says. Lucy, I don't have good news for you. I don't know exactly what this deposit is for, but I'm going to go to Pine Valley and figure it out. Yep. I don't recall her Why inviting. Why does she have to go to Pine Valley? I don't know. But I don't recall her inviting Lucy to Pine Valley. No. And then Lucy got the phone call from Martin and was like, I have to go on a business trip. Right. I feel like if Martin is still in contact with people in Pine Valley, they would know about Lucy. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to assume we all have Facebook here. And... He has posted pictures of him and Lucy doing things. So his friends in Pine Valley know that Lucy is his girlfriend. So Felicia should probably go to Pine Valley by herself. Can we please get fake, fake, legit, like legit fake (laughs) Facebook profiles for these characters? It doesn't even have to be on Facebook, but maybe on the General Hospital ABC website have their social media. And oh, my goodness, that would be so darn cute. Yep, pictures of Maxie with the kids. Yes. Aww. I would like I was them. just trying to think, I'm like, what kind of picture would Martin post of Lucy? She would have she would curate the entire oh, exactly. thing. They would be all one hundred percent highlight reels. Yes, yes. I feel like it would be at the pool with her looking beautiful and her little cover up and her sun hat. Yes. But anyway, yeah, I just I don't Oh, and the way Lucy's that they going. figured out that it was Martin's garbage though was the hummingbird cake. Yes. That's when that's when Mac yep. figured out who's because she didn't tell him. Mm-mm. And I'm glad that they addressed Mac is in as interim commissioner. And Dante was like, What, you don't want the job full time anymore? And he's like, No. <laughs> no, I don't. So again, thank you for at least knowing that most of us were going to be like, um, that we have a commissioner. Right. Or a, a fill in or a whatever. Right. But yeah. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So I guess we could just stick with Mac and the charges are being dropped against Cody. Mm-hmm. And Scott, I, okay, I might have been blanking out a little bit watching this. Okay. How did 
did they get on the topic that they're going to possibly exhume Leopold? Because the lawsuit that he is filing for Cody is saying that Cody is entitled to the money. Okay. Because he, he is, is Leopold's yeah. son. Yeah. And Scott said that to go along with it, they may say that they want to dig up the body. But in that case, it would just add more money to his case because then he could say now they've inflicted all of this trauma on him. And he, of course, is like, no, 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 we're not digging up that body because then I have no claim because I am not really his son. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought, but I'm like, I'm, I missed something here. But then Dante comes over and is all protective of Cody mm-hmm. and tells him, listen, Scott's not looking out for your best interest. Right. And But he gets snippy with Dante and is like, I can come up with my own ideas and I'll figure it out. It's not Scott persuading me of what to do. Yep. I don't know. I That whole thing is, again, just dumb. I, I don't know how long those types of court proceedings take, but I feel like the paper should have been filed six months ago. Like... Cody was here. Like we were it, figuring out the Brit and the necklace and all of that stuff way back then. I love what they are doing with Mac and Martin. Like when Mac's leaving, he's like, hey, nice jacket. Mm-hmm. And they're wearing the same suit. <laughs> it's those little things. Yes. Like I love the little, little details. Yes. Oh, so talking about the um, everyone meeting with attorneys and what they're talking about and blah, blah, blah. I forgot to mention that Sasha saw whenever mm-hmm. Tracy gave the drive to mm-hmm. Brooklyn. So she's going to have some questions on what's going on here. I'm assuming that she was there to run into Cody to tell him congratulations about the um, lawsuit being dropped against him. Right. But then earlier in the week, we saw her see that doctor that's supposed to get her <gasps> off of Gladys being in charge of her. And he prescribed her some meds. And she even asked, is this addictive right. or habit forming? And he's like, it's okay. I'll be monitoring you. You're not going to be watching her 24-7. Right. And he just handed them to her. There is a pharmacy in GH. And I would assume there's pharmacies somewhere else. Although we've had this conversation before about how everyone comes to GH to get their script filled. But he didn't go down to the pharmacy and pick it up or whatever. He's like, here's a bottle of pills for you. That's odd. I am so mad about this. It's, I'm sorry. I know we all know that Gladys is schemy and I just, this is over. This is too much. Yep. This is too much. She is having Sasha drugged. Right. It was gross enough having her steal. I don't ever think that that was okay, but I understood how that's, this is no. Mm -mm. No, you've seen all the progress that Sasha has made. And now you're going to put her back in a position where she's dependent on drugs just so you can steal her money. That's, it's ridiculous. And not even drugs that you're like, oh, here, take one. You're having a doctor jump in. Right. Mm-mm. So what does she have on him? Like, why is he going along with this for her? It makes zero sense. And then Sonny basically told Gladys, we will be supporting Sasha in however the judge and doctor says. Right. And the doctor so far has said that she's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand we have to give Sophia Matson a reason to not be on screen. Having her addicted to drugs, though, having Sasha right addicted to drugs, though, is just... And having Gladys be the one... Even Gladys has done a lot of work, though, right. on herself. Right. The, the money thing, I just... I, I don't know. I feel like this is... I feel like Gladys would not cross that line. It would have been one thing if she would have said to the doctor, 
yes, anything you can do to keep her from passing the exams would right. be great. And the doctor for him to take it on his self correct and give the pills without consulting Gladys. But yeah. once he called Gladys and it was obvious that she was in on the plan, that was just no. Mm-mm. I don't think Gladys would do that. She cared about Branda, Branda, Brando and Sasha too much. Yeah. To do this to her now. So, but I hope that Cody finds them or someone finds them and is like, yeah, I don't know what information you got, but you can't take these. No. All right. Let's just stick on the things that made us mad this week. (laughs) Okay. I am not mad that Willow's treatment is working. Right. That's the first sentence. The bone marrow transplant was successful. I was so proud of Michael being like, "Um, can you not? throw us out right this second because you just said she still needs a sterile environment. Right. But okay. Whoever wrote the line for TJ to say, well, I'm sure the quarter mains will help. That doesn't matter. First people all, help or not. It takes time. If you have children, you do not have a sterile house. <laughs> if they go outside at all and do anything. So I'm not sure why we're releasing her into that just yet, because how hard is it going to be to be like, Oh yeah, mommy's home, but don't go close to her. Right. And yes, the Quartermains have a wonderful housekeeping staff that I'm sure will come and help, but you still need a few hours for them to coordinate that and get down there and, you know, like they're washing sheets and that kind of stuff. It doesn't just happen in a split second. It easily needs at least a day, maybe two to have everything put into place. I just had a house sanitized, like and deodorized and everything. One treatment was done one day. Another treatment was done another day. Right. It doesn't matter how awesome the quartermains are. They're not magicians. No. So I was really glad that Michael was like, that doesn't make sense right now. Hold it. Right. Let's slow, slow, slow this down a little bit. Yeah. But that nurse. You really don't like her. I don't because that is complete. I don't, I just, I just don't like this. I wish that it had happened the way that we talked about that she got to know Liesl, mm-hmm. the woman who saved her life more. Yep. Her eyes were maybe opened to another side of Nina that she then yes. decided to give her a chance. Yep. Not just straight out because of the massive guilt trip put on her by this right nurse who is so condescending in the way that she talks to. Yep. I'm so glad that you've decided you need this. No. No. I've gone my whole life without her. I don't really need her. Thanks. And she's done nothing but horrible things to her. Right including not wearing her mask correctly. She was the only one that had it like really down here on the very tip of her nose. Sonny had his way up here secured. Michael had his up here. And I was like, really? You're She's so excited to be here. And we're not even going to make sure her mask is on correctly. I'm annoyed. And I don't like the fact that we know it's not going to last because of all the stuff that Nina's doing. Mm-hmm. If that were not happening, eh, you know, but still, like, we know that it's going to end badly. We right. know that Willow is going to get hurt again. Yep. That nurse just needs punched in the face. I agree. Along with Nina. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Along with Nina, who's standing there going, oh, yeah, the feud between me and Carly, totally done. It's fine. Right. As I lie to you. Yeah. Again. Right. And you're just going to be hurt by this. Right. Again. And just the drama. Sunny walked in. She's like, oh, Sunny. She said I can be part of her bubble. Shut up. I, it just, yeah. Caused, yeah. The whole thing, just nope, 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 nope. Let Michael take her home. Let her settle in and figure that all out. Then we can talk about her bubble when she's not being pressured by this dumb nurse. 
It's people like that nurse that are why people stay in abusive relationships. Right. It doesn't matter who someone is supposed to be to you. Mm -hmm. They still shouldn't be treating you that way and you should not be okay with it. Right. And it's not like Nina has really tried. Nope. So without making it all about her. Right. Talking about Sonny, he sits down and has lunch, dinner, something with Dante and is like, hey, do you want to be my best man? That felt so forced and so weird. Like, sure, why not? And then Sonny's asking, or Dante's asking questions, and Sonny's like, why are you asking all these questions? Exactly, because your relationship, there's still that cop criminal drama there. I I don't know. Oh, and then Anna passed a message to Sonny from Valentine that was kind of cryptic. And she's like, do I want to know why Valentine is saying this? (laughs) And And Sonny's like, like, no. No, you want to stay out of this. Yeah. And before that, Anna and Jordan discussed the undercover work, which I was so thankful for because Jordan totally understands it. Yes. Yes. Because she had to be yes. a drug pusher. Right. I liked I liked their friendship. And then I liked when they were talking about Zeke because Anna's like, is he hot? And she's like, oh, God, yeah. And then yeah. Zeke walks in and she Anna looks at him once and is like, that's Bye. Him, right? <laughs> She's like, like yeah. I'll leave the two. Right. She's like, it's nice to meet you. I have to make a phone call. But the whole time her <laughs> eyes are that like, yes, this is a very attractive man. I will leave you Go with for him, it. Jordan. Yes. So I like their friendship. That was that was cute of them. And then it's girls night at the Savoy. So we see, of course, Curtis and Marshall and TJ. <laughs> they just kept saying it's girls night. It's girls night. There was not a flood of women in that bar. I think that it was the Davis women saying that it was their girls' night. Like, when we say we're having a girls' night, it doesn't mean the entire establishment. Oh, I thought That's that how I, I took it, oh, was, no, hey, no. we're having a girls' night out. No, I took it as... it started at the salon, and they were supposed to be having yeah, treatments, I, and Molly shows up with champagne. Okay, so I took it as, you know, how they, they have yeah, ladies', ladies night, night or yeah. whatever. It's ladies' night at the Savoy. But before we go out for ladies night, because we don't normally go out, we're going to go get our nails done and have some champagne. And then we're going to go to the Savoy for ladies night. Okay. That's how I took it. Yeah. And I took it as okay. they so, were having uh, Davis girls out. Okay. So I'm thinking it's ladies it's day at the Savoy. Day, yeah. Yeah. And we don't see a bunch of women there. We see <laughs> TJ, Curtis, Marshall, and TJ says he's down in the dumps because Molly won't talk to him about all this stuff. And that they've learned that she can't carry a baby for them and that his side is good, which is making him feel guilty and making her feel worse. And he just doesn't know what to do. I felt like Curtis and Marshall were so dismissive of his concerns. That's why I didn't like the word they supported him. Like they made it every one of their responses seem to be like, you don't need to worry about that. You don't need to worry about that. No, he's he's worried about it. He's worried about his domestic partner. He's worried that she's not handling this well. And he's basically asking for advice on, hey, how can I help her? And they're like, she'll be fine. Just takes time. It does. But the, it was what they right. no, were I, saying. Was, I agree with you. But I also was hoping that when the writers wrote that, they were trying to convey like the awkwardness with this, because I don't personally know how many men sit around and talk about their women's infertility issues or their, right. their inf- infertility issues. And so I feel like when, you know, it's awkward enough 
between women because we don't just talk about that stuff all the time for a man to sit down and be like, listen, I'm upset because we're having fertility issues, blah, blah, blah. No one really knows how to respond other than, Oh, good luck. <laughs> like, yeah. What is there to say? So I'm hoping that's what they were trying to play on. But then the Davis girls show up after getting their nails done and they were treating Christina like crap for pushing Molly, but I thought she was right for pushing I Molly. I thought she did such a good job of, like acknowledging everything that she's going on. Right. There's obviously something wrong with you. Right. So instead of hiding it, because I've tried to hide my feelings before and it didn't work out well, I'm going to push you to tell us what at least is going on. And then if you right. really don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But at least get it out in the open. Right. And Alexis and Sam were both like, oh, my gosh, why are you pushing your sister? Blah, blah, blah. I thought that was the exactly right thing what to she do. just said. Yeah. Like, I've been here before. Not the same exact situation, but it's hard. And yeah, you just need to own it, not own it. But once you say it, it's easier to deal with when you're keeping it all bottled up inside. It's like you're the only person. When also, maybe we should be having some conversations about the fact that her answer is basically drinking. Right. And mom has... Alcohol. alcohol problems yeah so perhaps showing up with a bottle of champagne to the salon followed by hey let's go to the bar so that you can just forget about everything because right. it seems like sh- she's keeping herself busy mm-hmm. but it seems like that's her busy is right. partying and right that can be and tj said she caught off work today like was she just sitting Wait. at home drinking what did you just say i said called off what did he say he said called out when I went to school in Massachusetts for college, I said something about calling off and my roommates had zero clue what I was talking about because they also say call out. It's a regional thing. Apparently huh. different places say called off or called out. Huh. If you're on the schedule, you call off. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't like know that call out. No. Yeah. When he it doesn't make sense. When he said it, I was like, okay, like obviously whoever wrote it wrote it but that's weird yes I, I, sorry I, no you're cause, you're fine because my brain caught it when he said it but it didn't remember what he said yeah. so i was like yeah call it off i actually wrote it in my notes because i'm like i need to find out what she says because so yeah. let us know what you say do you say called off or called out and why by the way the right answer is called off correct <laughs> so um yeah so like was she just sitting at home drinking all day like what was going on yeah we, we should be aware of that and, but Christina did talk to Alexis about, but I still feel like they're making her sound dumb. She's talking to Alexis about the shelter mm-hmm. and this is her opportunity. She's, but then she's like, I didn't realize how much was going to be involved with this. Yeah. I didn't like that it either. Was, no. She had just had that conversation with Molly a couple weeks ago Sam. about Sam about so much being involved. And so I feel like she would have done her research then. And if she needed to say to Sam, you know, I'm sorry, I took offense to what you said, but you're right. It was a little more involved. Okay. That's okay. But the way they worded it this week, it was like, I have no idea. Right. I'm like, yeah, you had to have some idea. Yeah. And she did. Yeah. Christina knows this stuff. Right. Yes. She has made off the cuff decisions in the past and right. You know, those kind of things, but Mm-mm. No, I think she's... They're I, making her an airhead. Yeah, I think she's going the right way. And I would be excited at the idea of TJ helping out because that was a great, yeah, great plug about how, you know, people who may be HIV positive are ashamed of going and getting the treatment that they need because of how the doctors are going to view them based on how they identify when at the end of the day, it's we need to be helping these people get the treatment that they need. Right. So... 
Good job, TJ, for saying you'll help. Yes. But then another airhead moment. Why didn't I think about that? I could just be TJ and Molly's surrogate. Yeah, I'm that, sorry. I li- I do like the new actress. No, I like the new it's actress. Absolutely, she's, what's she, being she's doing a good job. I think of making Christina her own, but they are they they're writing everything weird. Like that would be a conversation that she would have pulled Molly aside for and been like, "Hey, right? I was thinking," and it may have been like five minutes later at the Savoy. I'm not saying it would have been like a thought out huge conversation at that moment. But she would have said it to Molly before she said it to Sam and Alexis. Right. And then Molly overheard her and you couldn't really read her reaction of... I think she's going to be mad. I don't think... But I think that she's going to be like, you are forcing me to do something right now that I don't want to appreciate that. But like I have now said a million times, I don't want... I just want more time. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, let me grieve what I just found out. Yeah. Because... Yes, there's something wrong with Molly, but there's nothing wrong with Molly. Right, right, right. Like, that's, it's, oh, you know where I'm going with this. Yes. It's, it needs to start being acceptable that this is the reality for some people. Right. And she needs to come to terms with that because society still shames a lot of that stuff. Yes. How about we let Molly do that? And we help, we see them helping her through the grieving process, trying to not let her party too much, you know? But this would be a good, if this, if they're going to explore the storyline completely, this would be a good way to show it of Christina not thinking it through all the way and just wanting to fix the issue. Because again, if you're close with your sister, Mm -hmm. you're going to be like, oh, this is wrong. Let me fix it. Like if you needed a kidney and I'm a match, here's my kidney. So you want to have a baby? I have some eggs. Here you go. Right. I'll have a baby for you. That's not a bar conversation. That is It's not a bar conversation, but it's a, I want to fix it and make you feel better conversation. And I think that that the way that society doesn't know how to talk about infertility. I mean, I know that before I had infertility issues that I was the same way. Like people would have two kids and I would be like, Oh, you're going to have, are you going to have more? Like just assuming that that was an option. Right. And not understanding that, no, there is such a thing as secondary infertility, or maybe that's just not the choice that they're making or whatever. Like I just took for granted that you had as many kids as you wanted whenever you wanted them. And then you stopped because you wanted to. <laughs> and that's or not people how people could works. just not want kids too. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Which I love the most with one of my best friends because she and I talk about it all the time because she'll call me and she's like, people are still bothering me about this. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Right. I'm right. like, you're an amazing. Yeah. It just shouldn't even be a thing. So I always share with her the things to say when people say uh, that. You know? <laughs> yeah. But it's also really hard because some people can't. So don't ask them, like, when are you going to have some? Right. Right. No, some people just don't want and some people just can't. And that's all fine. And they can handle that on their own. It's not really any of your business. Mm-mm. But it is hard because most of us have been raised that women grow up and have babies. And don't touch a woman that's oh pregnant in public no. without asking. I never had that happen to me. Oh, God. my God. I was or a I server when I was pregnant. So all oh. my tables felt the need. No. To, oh, my gosh. Well, it's over our table now. So it's our yeah. No, no, no. You're so tiny. Yeah. With my daughter, I was. I definitely carry differently with both of them. (laughs) But anyway, yes, I hope, again, if they're going to explore this, they're exploring it from all sides. Yes. But I think Curtis and Sam was the only thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. (laughs) there is a big thing that happened. Okay. Why is that a big thing? 
Well, we don't know what happened. No, not the Curtis and Sam thing. So after the end. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I was, yeah. <laughs> no, but so. I looked down and I was like, oh, yeah, there is one more thing. <clears throat> yeah, Curtis and Sam just talked about, oh, no, Drew and how is Scout doing and blah, 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 blah. It was, it's nice to see them reconnect. But again, it felt like one of those filler things. And so then it goes back to the. You know, people hate cool. when you say that word. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say. That's really what it does. My life is full of filler. Right? That's like, what makes it. That's what moves the stuff along, though, is the filler. Yeah, it's not that I. Eh, I don't know. Some filler I like. Some filler just feels like it's unnecessary. We just discussed them having their own social media pages. That's filler. <laughs> That's true. I guess I'm okay with, like, this week, Curtis and Sam talking was okay filler, but the whole dinner with Chase and all them, I felt like that was unnecessary filler. Because, again, I don't feel like it moved anything along. It's also because we don't want what they're trying to do with that the whole... That could be, too. Maybe I just call I think that's the thing. I don't like. We don't want it because we don't... We, that, don't, we don't appreciate that because we don't want Gregory and Tracy. I never claimed to not be overly opinionated and only talk <laughs> about the stuff that I want. Okay? So, I'll call the other stuff filler. But it goes back to the pool and... Zeke is trying to persuade Jordan that they should have a date night because it wasn't just growing up time for him. And she's like, well, I'm sorry. It was just growing up time for me. And I am not interested in pursuing anything more than that. And then Portia comes over and is like, oh, so you're ignoring my phone calls because you're hanging out with her. Okay, that makes sense. And then Curtis walks in and you're like kind of still focused on what are they going to do with them next? And Dante yells, there's a shoot. Does he even say there's no. a shooter? He just no, yells he everyone, everyone down. down. I think something was crashing. Oh, I thought it was a shooter. I don't know. Cause it, so I said something crashing into the Metro Corp, Metro Corp pool. Is this the new summer theme? Because last year it was Cody. Right. Cause I thought that I heard like missile ish. So, I mean, it could be, oh, see, I, I didn't thought it think was gunshot. It, I didn't know. I don't know. I thought I heard like, <laughs> I really want it to be that now. So you can make that sound again next week. It's a recreation. Oh my. We got to make that like our sound bite for now. So you guys can hear that every week. Oh my God. But so on. Why do we stop? I don't, I don't know. I thought it was going to have something to do with. Anna telling Sonny, yeah, if you yeah. don't talk to the right. So I just assumed it was a shooter shooting Sonny, trying to shoot Sonny. So it's Portia, Curtis, Jordan, Zeke, Dante, Anna, and Sonny are all up there, right? Yeah. Nobody else. But then inside the Metro Court is Finn, Violet, Liz. No, Violet already left. Violet did leave with Gregory. You're right. right. But Chase and Brooklyn. Yes. Chase Tracy. and Brooklyn were trying to decide where they were going to be. So they could be in either spot, technically. Tracy, is she still around there? he don't know where she went no no she had left because she told brooklyn don't stay out too late you work tomorrow yes yes so it would be just liz and finn liz, downstairs finn, brooklyn chase and brooklyn chase on one of the two and that's it yeah so yeah i just assumed it was about sunny and that oh, it was shot 100 think that it's about sunny i just didn't think well, it was it's somebody crashing into it i think they're crashing in i don't know if they're also setting off Oh, was it an explosive? Right. Okay. That's what that sound was. Oh, okay. <laughs> or, or was it fireworks? Because technically it was the 4th of July. They did not address that? They had the 4th of July, like, 
table decorations upstairs by the pool, but they did not say 4th no. of July fireworks. So, I don't I, know. Well, because Pikeman deals in the explosives, right, so that's right, why right. I think it was... That would make sense, yeah. I yeah. just... I assume Shooter. That's where my brain went. I don't know. I don't know either. All right. All right. So that should be the end, right? Yes. All right. Till we stop this and then realize we forgot something later on like we did last week. Just two relatively... Oops. Yes. Do-do-do. Reality check. So do you have a good reality check? Not really. I feel like... I guess maybe. It was a slow Monday, Tuesday. Did you go see fireworks? We didn't. I was just... But... Somebody very nicely, basically across the road from my bedroom window, has been setting off fireworks. So I've been able to sit in my bed and watch fireworks oh, all nice. week. It's kind of been nice. Nice. And then I wound up having no showings yesterday, and it was a really, really nice day. And so we took out the kayaks. We wound up not doing. We used to do. We typically try to do hike, kayak, and then beach time. And in Pennsylvania, our state lakes, a lot of them have beaches. So, and we're also surrounded by mountains and you know, you swim in the lake. So you can do all three. And we just didn't have time to get the hike in, but we did a kayak and we try to go to different places so that we can try different places. That makes sense. <laughs> to see them all and to, um, you know, just experience the different settings. And we went to a place that my son used to go to a camp for years and years and years. And it's funny because this is actually the week that we would always drop them off and we didn't even realize it until Aww. Facebook reminded me. And Typically, when we go to other ones, we also try to find a small locally owned ice cream shop Mm -hmm. and just get ice cream on the way home. Well, yesterday, it was our tradition after we dropped my son off. He doesn't like red sauce on pizza. Okay. And there's a pizza shop that does cold topping pizza, but they only do red sauce. Like, you can't get it without it. So that was always our tradition was we drop them off and then we stop and get some slices and go on the way home. And we're kind of all, my son and my husband, or my daughter and my husband and I are like, we still need we, our pizza. We still need our pizza. So he got a burger. And the sad, not the sad part, he had to work last night. So yeah, it was sad. The sad part of kids growing up is they also then have their own responsibilities. And so he had to work at five. And we used to, I mean, it was it was never like a whole dawn to dusk thing. Yeah. It was, we'd probably be packing up and home around five, 5.30 anyway. So it was just an hour earlier. But we would always stop and enjoy the ice cream. This time it was, we just had to pick it up to go. Yeah. But also cold topping pizza, it does melt. Oh. So, I mean, it was it was still good. We still got the pizza, but it just wasn't mm-hmm. the same. But it was still good. It's called Beto's Pizza, if anyone's in. I have not tried it oh, yet. Oh, so good. Um, I'll go. Matt and it's Ryan. It's by the slice. Yeah, Matt and Ryan went uh, probably a year, year and a half ago now. And every time we drive past it, they're like, we need to go there. I'm like, well, then freaking take me. I've yes. never been. Yep. So. It's good. Need to make a date to go. Yes. So I guess that was the excitement of my week, pizza, <laughs> and checking out a new park. Yeah. I mean, like, really, really checking out the new park. So, huh. how about you? We went downtown to see fireworks, so that was exciting. I don't usually go downtown, but we stayed at the hotel, one of the hotels down there, and made it like a little family night of seeing the fireworks down in the city and then not fighting that traffic right afterwards because that Very always nice. ruins the firework experience. Um. I just love fireworks. Like, I can't not see fireworks. I would be very upset. So. I love them. And I used to go to, like, all the different shows and everything. Just, I don't know. I guess when the kids got older and my son actually wound up working. Yeah. that's So, it was uh, kind of just. And we had just been hanging out at home all day, like, in the pool. And it was a nice day. And so, it was more of a. Yeah. Do we really want to. 
go fight the traffic and right. all that stuff, right. you know? So it was no, kind of that a... that makes sense. I just... Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I love the fireworks. So I... I think I like them more than the kids. I don't like when people put them off at home. Like, yeah. everyone's always like, we could buy some. And I'm like, no, that's a fire hazard. And I, somebody's going to blow their hand off. No. You can see a ton out my front, like on my front step, though. <laughs> For whatever reason, at various times. Hmm. I know my places old neighborhood them. used to do them. Like, somebody in the plan mm-hmm. buys a whole bunch and they put them off and it's very nice. But maybe that's part of it too. Um, yeah, I can just go outside and I mean, we're not like right there. Yeah. The year that they had them in Minerval park, I think was the actual last. No, that wasn't the last time we went. Cause that was, I don't know. I didn't like when they had it at the park. It was harder to find a place to park. Oh, see, so we had spent like the day there. The mall. We spent the day there. See, nope. I like when they're at the mall, but anyway, so yeah, we did fireworks and then Friday night, uh, we went over to Matt's house to, watch some TV and play a Mario party because he's going away this week on vacation. And we have one of those boop, boop, boop key thingies, you know, a keypad lock. Yeah. Thank you. Keypad locks. And a boop, boop, boop. A boop, boop, boop. That's the noise it makes. So earlier in the week, I went to boop, boop, boop and the numbers didn't work. And I thought it meant that the batteries died. So Ryan changed the batteries, but did not check to see if he needed to reset anything. And we left the house on Friday and it locked itself because I know that we did not hit lock just because like the girls were coming in and out. And so we were like, we won't even bother locking it. So we don't have to play with it right now. We'll figure it out. So you can go rob Amanda's house. <clears throat> yeah. So not now, but yeah, you could have a You're couple Amanda's days ago. insurance provider. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so we went over to Matt's house. Megan came over with her friend. We already had Madeline with us because obviously she ain't driving anywhere. Emily gets off of work, goes to the house, goes to type in boop, 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 and nope, it's locked. Well, normally we have my car, and my car has the handy garage door opener attached to it or whatever. Ryan's car does not. So, cannot get in the garage. We could knock it in the back door. We could knock it in the front door. We had the kids were like climbing, not the kids, the older girls were climbing up a ladder to see if they could get into one of the higher windows. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Could not. So I ended up breaking one of the little side windows to open up my door and we have to go get the replacement glass for that today because I I literally broke into my house. It's the first time I've ever done that. Does your garage not have a beep so, beep beep? No, not on the outside. Well, what's the purpose of having it on the inside? <clears throat> it doesn't have a beep beep beep. It just has the opener. Oh, closing. oh okay. Yeah. I'm like, wait, why is your keypad on the inside? No, no, no. It does not have a keypad. It just has okay. the open closer on the inside. And I'll be honest. I don't think I would know that it needs to be reset once you change the batteries. I don't know if that's what the problem was or if just it's broken. Cause even after he changed the batteries, two of the numbers still aren't working. So I'm assuming it's just defective and I need to get a new one, but we only got it a couple months ago. So I wasn't expecting that to happen. And it's the first beep beep that we've ever had. So I was like, okay, never expected that it was going to get locked. Cause even if I would have taken my car key with me, I could right. opened my car, but I didn't have anything on me i didn't even take my purse because i didn't need it we were just going over to mats i wasn't driving right so Mm. yeah broke into my own house it wasn't nearly as exciting as they make it look on the soaps did you have to put like a sock over your hand i did use uh ryan's shirt to wrap around my hand just to make sure there was no sharp glass but i just didn't want to get i can attest she does not have any sharp i i'm i'm not cut up I'm a professional breaker in now. I don't have any cuts. A breaker in? Right. Breaker in. <laughs> Not boop. a burglar. Boop, boop, boop. Breaker in. This is the Amanda words for today. <laughs> yes. 
exactly. You're welcome for that. <laughs> so yeah, that was my exciting weekend. So they're blowing up the pool only the second year that they've had it. No, they're not going to blow up the pool. It was a gunshot. I still think it was a missile. Well, I think you're wrong. Okie dokie. We'll I guess we'll tomorrow. see. Them. Yeah. And join us on Thursday as we discuss L and B records. Have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. 